0: Brooks. and I'm Dan. We just after work, we're talking about the things we do after work.
1: Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day, like how I uh, make really giant uh, coasters. You know, for for giants. Giants are real, Dan. What and, do they uh, coast? And uh, you know, they have tables just like you and I do, with, with nice high-end wood tops. Wood are they Yeah, big, uh, big tables. They're giant very, tables. Very giant. Okay. So you wonder where all those old-growth trees went? Ones that were like, four, I mean, proportionately, just assume a giant is 30 feet tall. Whoa. So imagine how big that tabletop
0: is. Wow. We're talking like 30 inches times five. five. Six, five, yes. five. five, five. That's a lot of inches. Yeah, and you can't just get
1: those wo- those pieces of wood anymore. And you can't. It's hard refinishing. You can. You need like a drum sander you'd use for uh, refinishing your floor. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So you got your big coaster. They're the, diligent. They just about use that like a their... random
0: orbit sander.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's how giants <laughs> use. And uh, I yeah I'd get like a nice thick log and I just cut chunks off the end. So it's just like one. Thirty-inch round is a coaster, and I just slice like two inches off there, and they pick that up like it's nothing in between their fingers. Well, Of course, and I sell it to them for a hefty sum. There are
0: there aren't very many. What did the What do these giants use as currency? Uh, golden doubloons. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. I mean, business is it's great for me. and a giant.
0: You should workshop I'm this. I'm going to make a lot of money. You should workshop this story and you could turn it into a book that then you could sit se- uh, What? Oh, we can't talk about that. Oh, it's after work, man. But a coffee table book. <laughs> oh, oh, giant
1: coffee. T- so no, stop. Well, Dan, I just, uh, I got a couple things. I got a couple things. I know we haven't done this for a while, but Brooks found, found, found stuff. Found. Found. Ooh, I love found stuff. Uh... Two days in a row, man, uh, I stumbled across something awesome. First day, I was just driving by this dumpster. I took a glance over, and I had been eyeballing these things. Actually, Facebook, for some reason, has been suggesting these to me. (laughs) Facebook, (laughs) Amazon has been suggesting these things to me, and I saw them, and I was like, those would look pretty cool. Patio, like wood tile tile covers they click together and you got like instead of walking on cement you're walking maybe it's because my they know i love a hot tub
0: it goes with a hot tub it goes with a hot hot tub. tub i've typed hot tub a lot or they've heard you say it in the background while they were listening all the time
1: and it's yeah it's these little click together square things it was an apartment complex that i was just driving around you know no particular reason at all And uh, I assume these people had, they moved, and they had these on their balcony of their apartment. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, they're foot by foot, click together. It's like got a layer of plastic that goes against the cement, and then it's got wood, like whatever, and they all click together. And I was looking at this because I'm getting my hot tub here in a month and a half. Possibly two months. Just, just in a c- couple short months. Depending on if my hot tub was traveling via the Suez Canal or not. Ooh. It may be delayed by a little bit of time. Another five months. Sorry. Oh, man. But I got uh, I looked them up online. These tile things, they are from Ikea. They say you got a yeah, Ikea stamp on the back. And for nine square feet, so nine of them, is 25 bucks. And there is at least 50 of these things. Nice. Or there's at least 50 or 60 of these things. So we're talking 150 bucks worth of tiles for my my, my patio so I can walk around w- without my slippers on. Nice. And the other found thing is right here. All those are still in the back of my car because, mm. you know, I'm going to yeah. wait. They're going to be rolling around back there for the next two months until the hot tub shows up. Uh, I got this cool little table with wheels on it. It's uh one of those it's like a you know you're sitting on your couch, you roll it up to you, your knees go underneath it, and you can do some work or what would you what would you call that thing? What would I use that table for? I mean yeah, I don't know it's just a it's little it's shorter than a desk desk height, so maybe you have your desk and this slides underneath it. And then maybe oh yeah, maybe you want some extra desk space, so you pull this out, put it on the side, and then use it, and you slide it back under. That that may very well be exactly what it's for. But I'm going to be using it down here uh, in front of my couch, and I'm going to move it out of the way, and I'm going to be doing things on it. and things? All right. More and more stuff crammed into this basement.
0: Yeah, it's a nice little table. What's that, like 18 inches by three feet? Yep. Top and, of it, at least.
1: Yeah, man, it'll even go underneath the podcast table.
0: Oh man, ooh, so many options here. I could put this
1: anywhere. It'll easily slide away, and yeah, free thing. I can't pass it up. Now we're talking. That's probably one hundred and thirty dollars. That's another at least one hundred dollars. Yeah. I I got uh, let's just let's just round it up to three hundred dollars worth of free stuff wow. in these past two days. What have you been up to, Dan?
0: Well, my kid. While you were gone on vacation with your kids, my kid was also on spring break, mm-hmm. and uh, in the middle of spring break, we went out and decided to get a basketball hoop.
1: Cool. Yeah, did you you were not on spring break, but did you take some days off or something? Yeah, I took a couple days off, you know. But in the middle of the week, has your boy? I didn't. I know your boys into football. But he's also like shooting that hoop around.
0: Yeah, he's been. Shooting the balls around? He's been into basketball lately. He's playing that NBA 2K game, you know? So he's thinking about basketball.
1: 2K was the first one. Well, this that is 2K I 20. I mean, NBA 2K 21.
0: No, well, he doesn't have 21, old. he's got 20. They've made.
1: 2K was the first one.
0: 2K 000. And. Right,
1: NBA 2K, 2K, like 2000, 2000. The year that 2000. was the one I played. This is 2K20. Oh man, yeah. Does Madden still have a probably NFL? Okay, so he he's been playing that. And he so we got to... a
0: pretty nice basketball hoop, like one. Of, I think it's a Lifetime brand. It's like the see-through plexi. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a 50-inch, and I think the 50-inch is how wide the backboard
1: is. What's the, Do you know the standard I NBA think an width? NBA
0: one's like 60 or 72. It's big. It's good size. So this is plenty big. You know, it's not like you need that extra foot on each side.
1: So if LeBron comes by and he's playing your boy on the street. And he happens to lose to your boy, he's like, well, I'm used that's to it. That's not regulation. He's like, that's not regulation. This doesn't count at all.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it's get, and it's got a really nice adjustment mechanism. So this thing it took like two solid hours to put together, maybe two and a half. Mm-hmm. It's just like a hundred pound box of stuff. About fifty bolts and screw and nuts. So many bolts. It was nice, though, because the instructions, as you go through, it's like, section one, there's a bag of nuts and bolts and screws that you open up just for that section. I think people have wised up. That's not bad. The the only thing I'll say that was bad about it was it didn't label the bags. You just had to use common sense. Just look in there. Instead of a giant one on the front of it, Mm -hmm. you just have to look and say, yeah, that's right. So... And how's he doing? Oh, he's loving it. Uh, his friend came over for the weekend at the end of spring break, and mm-hmm. so they got to play a bunch of basketball together. I saw on the face, the book of faces that uh, you beat your boy at horse. I beat my boy and my wife at horse. Played a little family game. hmm Yep. I got down two letters early, but uh, strong, strong comeback. Do people still play... I believe it's called
1: bump, crunch, crunch, crunch. Bump, is that... is crunch. What's bu- the one where there's two people shooting at the same time? The guy yeah, shoots that's... from the free throw, and then the person behind them, if they make it before
0: that guy's out, what's that called? That's probably bump. I yeah, guess. something like that. It's something we you played in gym class, right? Well, we played it hardcore, like on the streets. Oh, in my neighborhood, the the uh, ill-tempered streets on the streets southeast Portland
1: represent nineteenth on York. the
0: streets of Selwood. not Selwood, though. But <laughs>
1: and uh, we had one basketball hoop for like this whole three block radius, so okay. all the kids would come. There'd be like a line of twenty. That's too many. But that those games would be epic of bump. Or okay. whatever. And, you know, you're playing on the street, no
0: holds so, bar. So, that's the one where everybody stands at the line. Uh-huh. And then the first person shoots and then Passed you step it. up to the line and with another basketball and you shoot. And if they miss, they have to go get their rebound and do a layup before you get yours in or they're out. hmm Yeah. And if, let's say, their ball
1: bounces back to you you can't touch your ball but you can use your you can ball use your
0: ball to bump
1: it way and down then, the street yeah <laughs> it's like boom a block and it just rolls a block down the you're out either the kid would just start sprinting or they're just like i'm going home or they would just be like i'm out i go home and then they just like leave the ball a block away and then
0: the next person needs that ball though right because they're yep. supposed to give the ball to the mm-hmm. next person after they make it,
1: it ruthless mm so maybe that'll be going on in your driveway. Sounds like fun. King of the Castle. Well, and uh, and then maybe he'll be. Do you think he'll be interested in playing basketball?
0: Could be. High s- tryouts. Going back to high school here pretty soon.
1: Yeah, my kids are starting. My kindergartner is starting tomorrow, and for two hours and fifteen minutes, they're not allowed to bring backpacks. <laughs> they can o- they can only bring a coat.
0: And a water bottle. No food, no water, no bathroom, no no breaks, no touching, no talking. <laughs> From
1: 8 to ten fifteen, and then back home, and then I think they're done for the day. Or there's a little bit of online stuff, and then they're done. So, cool. Huh? Sounds like a good deal. Sounds like a good deal. Uh, Dan, last week I promised us a full-on review oh, yeah. of the double battery Makita chainsaw that I purchased. Do you have a model number? I do not have the model Jeez. number. I would run into the other room, but I don't want to edit out. That. It's a 14-inch Makita double battery, 36-volt uh, uh and it came with four batteries and a double uh double battery charger on Amazon for 389 so I was worried that there wasn't it wasn't be like powerful enough or or yeah. or whatever and be able to keep up with the cuz I've never used well my mom has a electric chainsaw but hers is like a still brand
0: so this is for anybody interested this is model number XCU03PT1.
1: Sure. And uh and so I get mine out and I'm using it and I'm like I don't know how long the batteries are going to last like I'm still I've been burned with my old Ryobi uh non-lithium batteries and stuff I used to have back in the back in the day where it would run for like 10 minutes and just be done. Yeah. And, uh, but dude, this thing is sweet. I was cutting with that. It was like, first it comes with a perfectly sharp chainsaw blade. So
0: you're just ripping through everything. So I'm just
1: ripping through everything. My dad had a pile of stuff, pile of logs that was put in front of the woodshed like two years ago to cut up to log length and then to be split. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, and they threw a tarp over it. So I'm like, oh, let's take care of that mess that's been there for two years. And he had his little electric log splitter going, and I was cutting them to 16-inch rounds. And I was just, for an hour. Just go right through? zip, 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 zip through that thing, and then the batteries would die probably about the same amount of time i'd be cutting with a gas powered one about an hour you say about an hour of messing around before i'd have to add some oil to it you still have to add chain oil okay and uh and it was just cute actually it's better than my mom's electric chainsaw that's from still because she got hers out and was trying to use it and it was cutting much slower so she grabbed mine need new chain I think her chain is even, is like smaller. Mm. It's like a baby, baby one.
0: Uh, It's it's just
1: for carving statues. Yeah, it's just for carving statues. And Jamie was like getting into it and using this chainsaw. I had a talk later on. I was like, how'd you like the chainsaw? And she's like, I love it. And she said, I'm scared of the gas powered ones. And it's weird. You should probably be scared of this one too. But this one, like right when you take your hand off the button, it just completely stops. Okay. Like a regular one, it kind of keeps going for a bit. Yeah. When you take your finger off the trigger. But yeah, it is like the fact that it's electric, it's less scary, even
0: though the scary mm-hmm. part is the chain spinning around. Yeah. We're, we just said it's just as good at cutting through wood, which means it'll cut through you like butter. But the, but if you let go of that trigger, it'll stop, stop that butter cutting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, there's just something about the, I mean, I feel the exact same way she does. Like I'm still scared of the gas powered one. Like I should be, and I should be scared of this, but then cut to cut to like three days later. Oh, did we mention Brooks has a peg leg now? I have a peg leg. Uh, Cut to three days later, uh, one of my brothers was coming down and he he had his truck filled with some cabinets for his little... uh, for his cabin that he's building down on my parents' property. And it was like a high... I actually helped him load the cabinets down in town onto his truck. So his truck was fully loaded up and there's some low branches that we was worried about and I was like, Don't worry, I'll take care of those low branches. So I'm holding on to the side of my sequoia, holding onto the roof rack, standing on the running boards. Oh my. Holding that chainsaw up one in the hand? air. One hand?
0: One handed up in the air, just cutting branches That, that, is, are... that Don't do not do that, people. <laughs> don't tell people two what hands to do. on the hands on the chainsaw at all times. Is that so? I mean Yes, that's one of the that's like the first rule. That's the first
1: rule of chainsaw. Club. Yes. Well, this one's electric, and I feel like I could use it one-handed. <laughs> Don't do that. Stop that. I cl- I zipped through those low low branches. Not a problem getting up there. Oh my. Okay. And I felt it. it was like I felt like Mad Max Fury Road. I bet. With that chainsaw. Well, hold on to those the side, guys. Accidentally down cut the road.
0: You know, Mad Max Fury Road guy cuts accidentally cuts his leg off. They just toss him over to the side of the road and keep going. They don't have to worry about him.
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't think See, Jamie would have to. that's the
0: end of the world.
1: Yeah, I'm like a 45-minute
0: drive to a hospital. If you nick a vein or an artery in your leg, you just bleed out on the way to the hospital.
1: Oh. Well, well, I have life insurance, so, well, you that's know. it's good. I'm, I'm worth more dead than alive. I, actually, I think probably, probably not. Probably. Probably not. Maybe. No. Okay, I'm, because this podcast would go under without me?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, this is worth a lot. You got to take into account all the income we get from the podcast. Oh, dang, we can't talk about the, that. Uh, <laughs> the other
1: thing, it does not do well in wet. The chainsaw does not do well in wet weather. Like, the the first day I used it all day and it was fine it was dry the next day i was cutting up logs these logs had moss all over them and and the moss was like wet it was like sprinkling not or had rained pretty hard but everything was pretty wet and the moss was getting stuck up inside and i had to keep cleaning that out how does a normal chainsaw do when it's wet I don't know. I've never used a chainsaw. And I think... Uh, well, how do we know this? Okay, they're probably the same. All right. They're probably the same. But don't use a chainsaw when it's... For, I, I imagine chainsaws are made to be... Uh, maybe, maybe the blow-off area of a regular chainsaw is bigger. And it doesn't get clogged up as much. Could mm-hmm. be. I'll have to test it. Anyways, great chainsaw. Uh, I recommend it. If you're looking for a chainsaw and you don't want to...
0: So, I'd ask you a question mm-hmm. about if this would be powerful enough to use one of those chainsaw mills. The, the is just like a little thing that you slide on the top of a log hmm. to cut planks. Probably, but
1: you'd have to not, I mean, it's only 14 inches thick. You mm. probably would have to, uh, you probably would have to take more breaks. I don't know. I'm worried about if I was cutting through a huge log. Yeah. Just holding down that trigger for 10 minutes. But I think you have to take breaks with a regular chainsaw as well. But uh, I don't know. Still don't you,
0: know. You said you're doing, you were out there for like an hour before yeah, the but, batteries died. Mm-hmm. So we're not worried about the batteries dying. Or are we?
1: Maybe I'm just still hesitant probably if i use this thing a little bit more i'd be more comfortable with it but i'm still just the fact that it's an electric thing that could heat up due to the battery no no okay i i don't even want to use my drill for a long period like if i'm (laughs) if i'm drilling something really like hot and heavy Uh and it's having trouble going through
0: it and then you know how your drill gets, like, really hot? I snapped a drill bit the other day. Well, it came out, and then I had to snap it off because of you know, reasons. Because you were angry? Well, because I couldn't get it out. <laughs> I tried to pull it out with pliers. It was in a knot. You
1: just hit it with a hammer? I did. Perfect.
0: I just hit it with a hammer, and then it went ding mm. across the room. I was like, well, it's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably never see that again. Clean it up.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't know about that sawmill. Maybe. Probably.
0: We'll we'll try it. Find a YouTube video of it.
1: But I've got a my woodshed this fall is going to be completely filled. I've got a baby woodshed down by the yurt, and that thing is going to be completely filled and ready to go all through the winter.
0: Did you find a Makita 18 volt cordless log splitter while you're
1: while you're out there? They don't have those, and oh, sadly, my generator. My little 2000 watt inverter generator I purchased uh, this past fall is not powerful enough to work on my dad's log splitter. Interesting. I You'd need a think... bigger one. It's not. Like I try, I
0: plug it in. It's just a regular plug. I hit the
1: button and it just kills it. I think it's because it's just overloading a fuse maybe. It just turns off. So it's like too powerful for, it's pulling too much wattage. So the generator yeah. just shuts off. Yeah. And then it says overload, huh? But uh, huh. because I want I I was thinking it'd be cool because there are some two hundred foot tall trees that have fallen down, but they're like a hundred feet away and from from my yurt, and I don't want to have to take these giant rounds that are like whatever you know, big enough to make a coffee table and move them to the logs blender. and move them. All the way to where the log splitter is. Yeah. Might be clearing out some brush and being able to drive a truck back there, perhaps to get those. Mm-hmm. Or, or uh, you know, they just turn into nurse logs where new trees will grow.
0: Yeah. After 15 years. But just, I hate to Takes see- Takes a long time when they're big like that.
1: I hate to see good good wood just go to waste in the forest there.
0: Yeah, you got to make sure you get all that cut up this summer. I'll do my best. All right. I'll be down there. Well, Dan, I think I
1: know what time it is. What time is it? No, it's time for a little thing we like to call around the house.
0: What's happening, Dan? So I was listening to a car repair podcast it's actually a radio show probably also and the guy was talking about applying some of his car care ideas to things around the house and he's talking about you know cleaning your refrigerator and your compressor on that and your ac units and Mm. all these things and he said a vacuum and i was like wait a minute i got a vacuum that's been sitting out in my garage for quite some time, not working. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm I'm getting more and more interested in all the electronic stuff. Maybe I'll just take this thing apart and see what happens. And I, so I grabbed that vacuum and I was like, well, let's plug it into the wall and see if it does anything at all because before it just did nothing. And I go to plug it into the wall, and the plug is kind of a little bent, like it got yanked out weird or whatever. Mm -hmm. I just bent that back straight, plugged it in, and, yeah, it was on. So it just turned right on immediately. It could have
1: been that bent plug that wasn't making a nice connection in the wall or something before?
0: No. There was something wrong, because I tried to troubleshoot it years earlier. (laughs) You know, it's been sitting around for a while. And- It's a Dyson. Is it the ball? It's a Dyson Animal 25, maybe? That's, yeah, that's a smaller a, one. It's
1: a $300 vacuum.
0: Oh, yeah. That's why I didn't throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so the guy was saying that he went, his uh, his wife was complaining that the vacuum wasn't working well, didn't have good suction or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he took it apart. And he's like, oh, there's a bunch of, there's a couple of filters in here. And he's looking at that, that uh, brush- spinning down at the, at the bottom. And he's like, well, I just went online. I ordered all brand new ones. Mm. And that thing works like brand new. And I said, well, I wasn't having that problem. Mine just wouldn't turn on. So I, I got it all taken apart, got those filters out, pulled like just wads of gross junk off of the one that there's like a pre, a filter that goes right before it goes into the big tank, mm-hmm. you know, where it, and there's just, like, wads of hair all over there. I took all that stuff off, and it just says you wash it. And it says you could wash them about 10 times before you need to get new ones. Do you think it had ever been washed? Never. No. Okay. I mean, I would have been the one doing it. It had definitely – I'd never even opened that compartment. <laughs> and so I washed it all out. I took the whole bottom section apart where the brush – brushes the floor, you know,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and I took that completely out. I got my wire brush that I got for automotive purposes and I got in there and I brushed out. There was this white stuff. I have no idea what got vacuumed up, but it was caked on the inside. There's like a clear plastic over where the brush is Mm -hmm. and it was just caked on inside of that. And also when I started to take everything apart, I could like see it in some of the tubes. So I just, I just cleaned out as much of that as I could reach. I mean, I'm sure there's more higher up in the tubes somewhere that I can't get to, but I got as much as I could. And then I, uh. I took that brush all the way out and you know how it gets stuff wrapped around it hair and twine or whatever Take your scissors and cut all that stuff. I cut all that stuff off. I got that thing. it didn't even look bad like it wasn't that worn down, so I just put that back in i was I was getting ready to order a brand new filter and and brush and I was like, I don't need to do that and also I looked it up and it's like forty dollars for all that stuff for mine <laughs> so uh. I just cleaned it all up and it's good as new. So now you have a second vacuum? Is this gonna be the upstairs second, vacuum? It is the up it's now the upstairs vacuum. The reason I wasn't super worried about it is because we had two vacuums. So but then also <laughs> this summer or this last Christmas I had bought one of those little battery powered ones. Uh huh. As a as a gift for the house for my wife um and so now we have are, two is that one battery powered also no this is just like the full on I, I love the battery power vacuums it's pretty nice i mean it's definitely not as powerful as a full-size mm-hmm. vacuum but if for anything that's like stairs like we have carpeted stairs mm-hmm. and that is a pain to try and use a real vacuum on oh but, yeah but that little battery one zip 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 Dun, dun, dun. And that little battery guy, it's got a super long extension so you can just hit cobwebs up on the ceiling or whatever Ooh. you want. Speaking of cobwebs, man. Oh.
1: The main reason I went down to the coast, besides to have a nice spring break with my kids, was to work on that outhouse. Okay. So I last uh, fall with my buddy, I went down there and we just framed it up. Put a roof on it. Wrap, got all the windows and doors in windows.
0: there. Windows, it's yep. got two windows. Yeah, well, as you will my, for
1: an outhouse. My dad will will never forgive me. He's always gonna bring up because I just grabbed these windows that were laying Uh-oh. around. He had he had plans for those. Yeah, windows.
0: I had plans for those. I
1: get it, Dad. He had plans for those windows <laughs> and that door. Uh, but I I just took it. You know, he's gonna be saying that I had plans for that for the rest of his life. And you know what? Yeah, I'm sure he did. And uh, and I wanted to do the siding. So I was like, I'm going to go down there, measure stuff, and, and figure out. And then one of the days, measure all the stuff, and then head into town and pick up siding for it. Uh, my brothers, two of my brothers are uh, contractors. So they end up, and they got the genetics of my dad. Or, you know, scrounge. order genetics. As we talked earlier. They get a lot of free stuff. They get a lot of free stuff. So there was all these extra uh, hardy back siding pieces from a couple different jobs. Like the cement siding. Mm -hmm. And there was enough to do like two side or like one side regular lap all the way up and uh, overlapping all the way up and then there was like some big funky pieces and i just kept telling myself this is an outhouse in the middle of the woods it doesn't have to be perfect and i just uh it looks pretty i mean it's probably the best outhouse i've ever seen and will be and i did three sides of it with that siding with different and then there was like some big old four foot chunks yeah where you just put like that whole thing and you're supposed it's like to like an accent piece and you're supposed to like uh put like caulking in between them as they butt together or flashing well yeah. i didn't have any flashing so i just caulk- caulked it up and that was underneath the uh covered area because my my outhouse has a porch hmm and, like two foot porch Okay. It doubles as the cell phone. It's the best area for cell phone reception, so. That makes sense. People wander down. I mean, while I'm using the bathroom, I'm going to be on my phone. And uh, and I did three sides. Next time I go down there, I'm going to figure out the ventilation for the hole. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, man. I went down into that hole because my boy Daniel was like i was talking about it and i was like oh man there's the hole down there haven't been down there he's like let's go down and the last day he says let's get down in that hole it's the last time we're gonna be able to do it dad one of these there's gonna it's gonna be a sad day when i when we make that hole (laughs) unusable christen it when it gets christened because it's like i'm proud of this i (laughs) probably the deepest hole i've ever dug yeah and uh but I've got to go down there and figure out the ventilation for some flow up to the top. And we get down. I get down in the hole first. The lights up top, and then he and he and then he gets over the edge, and I have to like reach up above my head to to grab him and set him down in the hole. Nice. And I set him down in the hole, and then I grab my phone, which was up top, just lighting where I was gonna climb down into. And then I take my phone and the walls are covered with, uh, with like daddy long leg spiders, (laughs) just like 50 of them (laughs) just all scattered around, just straight up Indiana Jones, just Indiana Jones style. And there's like, they're just daddy long legs, you know, they're not, they're not bad, but still. And my boy is standing and I'm just like looking at the walls at my height. At like six feet (laughs) and he's down two feet below me with no light Oh, and like, and I'm down there and I'm doing a little video and I'm like, and then he's like, I want out of this hole. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) man, there's a lot of spiders in here. He was being a champ. Uh, But yeah, I don't think he'll be going back. That's probably smart. I don't think he'll be going back in that hole and he might never want (laughs) to even poop in that thing. Oh, because you know the spiders might come up at them. Nah, but luckily, I mean those spiders—they are in
0: for a buffet. <laughs> that, so I, that's it's, the natural way to break down all that waste. You got your uh, your bugs, your bugs.
1: You, you that's going to bring in the bugs. You put your excrement in there, then your bugs show up, and then the spiders hang out up top, eat said bugs, and eat said bugs, and you just go in there and you just. You know, do your business through a tunnel of spider webs, hmm. and uh, then more more flies come, and you know, yada yada. And I don't know, fifteen years later when that hole is filled, this is turning into a bunkhouse for, yeah. for visitors. I'm right. just gonna fill in the hole, and it's gonna be a pretty solid eight by six little room for somebody to sleep in. That's a nice size room. It's a it's a good it's a good size room. <laughs> you know i like to spread my legs out while doing my business and uh so yep i'm gonna do the the vent and then that fourth side and then i can paint it and it'll be all oh it won't be all ready and then i just have to so like another two or three trips down there and that thing will be ready to go nice you have anything else for around the house
0: Mm, was in the garage does that count does the garage count as a a house i mean it's around all right I'll anyway allow it. so uh i I teased last time well i I was still had a not running truck last time we podcasted and uh yeah,
1: you broke your uh you were doing your radiator and you broke a i broke the housing
0: part. that is like the water sending and also the um housing for the thermostat it's like Mm -hmm. a little i think maybe cast aluminum probably it's very pretty lightweight which is probably why it broke when i cranked on it too hard uh i just got a new one got it all put in everything's good uh that that was pretty easy the rest of the the filling up and bleeding all the air out of the the whole system took probably another 2 or 3 days until it was so i was i was watching a bunch of videos about how to do it and they're like yeah see what you do is the air of bleeding the air from the radiator from the whole system so you got your Cooling radiator, system. you got the the core in the engine, you got your heater block, mm-hmm. you know, and then you got all the hoses and everything, right? So there's there could be little air pockets all over the place. And until you get things up to temperature, you know, you get that thermostat open, you get your heater turned on. Until you really get everything moving through all those, you can't really necessarily know for sure that you got all the air out. And so uh like every time I drove it I would check and I would do the little thing it doesn't have a bleeder valve so what the what what I was doing was I was just squeezing one of the hoses and you could see like uh, the level on the ball, the fill thing going up and down yeah the overflow tank you could see it bulging up over there and so I would just kind of do that every once in a while until finally one day I went to go do it again and that hose was tight as a drum. Oh. I was like, oh, this is what it's supposed to feel like. (laughs) Like it wasn't even full all the way. So you'd you'd do that and then the level would be in the low and you'd add some more? Like the level would be fine and then I'd drive around for a while and it'd be down and I'd refill it back Uh up again. And then eventually it all got Cool. Taken care of, so it's all good. I still have a thing of coolant in the behind the seat of my truck, but you just have it's, to leave that it's there. full now, so it's fine.
1: Well you gotta have that there for just in case. No. There's it's... all these things that you that you have to have when you got yourself a car
0: that needs you know, you got your I'm your, gonna have to flush this oil. again. Why? I'm going to change the oil and flush the coolant again because I can see – I can still see some uh, like rust deposits that are coming through. Like it's still cleaning that system out in there. Okay. I got to do this flush again. I got – I'm sure I got the majority of it out, but I'm going to do it again in about – I think I'm going to change the oil in like a 1,000 miles, maybe even a little less than that. I'm not sure. The oil and the coolant? The oil – and maybe wait a little longer on the coolant, but maybe just do it both at the same time again. After everything has a chance to kind of get get going through the system, and then I can see what everything looks like after I do that, and hopefully that'll be done for a, lo- a good long time.
1: So how does it feel working on your car? Oh, man. Te- you're telling me all these things, and it's bringing me back to when I was hot and heavy with working on cars when I was 19 through 23 24, and you're like, do you ever do this? And I was like, yeah, I did that long, 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 long time ago. Right. And then- And your hand, you it's come fun. in the house, your hands are all greasy. Oh, yeah. You wear gloves, just, right? Oh, never. <laughs> black. I know. My, yeah. My I grew up, my dad never wore gloves. Yeah. He would just come in with hands that were just completely black. Yep. And he would be sitting at the sink for like 45 minutes scrubbing on his hands. Yep. But you wear gloves?
0: I wear gloves sometimes. And then I'll take them off and then my hands will just get filthy because I took my gloves off for whatever reason. Yeah. I need a little more dexterity. I have really thin gloves that I like the cheap Harbor Freight gloves. I not w- like not like plastic gloves, whatever.
1: I wish I'd been wearing gloves when I was doing that. Uh, all the caulking around the windows and stuff. Mm. I, I grabbed the wrong caulking. I grabbed. They were right next to each other, so I grabbed the wrong. It wasn't even for Windows. It was right next, or maybe it was labeled wrong. The mm. first one was for Windows and siding, and then all the rest behind it were for just adhesive. Uh oh, just uh whatever general adhesive for construction adhesive, and uh, my hands were like really. They, I mean, rain, water just went or beat it up and rinsed right off of them oh, man. for like five days after. Uh, but, but they're good now.
0: So it, it was pretty good. Uh, you know, it just feels good to be able to do something like that and know that's done. I also, um, I got a brand new cap for the radiator and, you know, just all that little, those little tiny things. And then, um. I, this last weekend, I changed my spark plugs and my wires. Ooh. Yeah. So that was fun. It turns out not that hard. You didn't just yank them all out and then replace them? One at a time. Yeah, one at a time. Good, good Exactly. Job. One at a time so that I could find the right wire length uh-huh. and make sure it goes to the right cylinder and all that. I remember uh, when I was about 18,
1: my kid, my buddy... One of my first friends to get a car did like did that, changed out the cables for his, uh, his spark plugs and just took them all out. Took yeah. ev- and then like, oh That's no, the easy part, and was like, and then it was like, oh no, how did wait? Which one went where? And then we like plug them, and then he try and start it, and it wouldn't start. I'm like, oh, not that. Uh, okay, just these ones, change it a little, and then like I think we had to go inside the house. To the computer, fire up AOL. Fire, fire it up. Go to some dark web before Google existed, and maybe Google was, it did. Probably, it probably You're did not that 20. old. This was back in 'ot three. Yeah, when was Google a thing? In the '90s. We asked Jeeves oh. how <laughs> how these went on his Honda Civic, and uh, and we figured it out. Got that wiring diagram got that wiring diagram from the book maybe we got that book uh good job what else is on the docket
0: for brakes upcoming weeks brakes and then um, all the like suspension pieces underneath like all the bushings and all those things that just wear out underneath your car for your almost 30 year old you know truck tie rod ends. Those probably just get replaced. A little have, stuff like that. Does
1: it have rack and pinion steering or does it have power steering? Is that power steering, rack and pinion?
0: I think, is that just a type of... I, I'm very bad at knowing these things. It's power steering. I mean, it's... Okay. I mean, it's I had power that, steering. I had one that wasn't power steering and
1: I replaced that thing. And it was like, you have to be really diligent about this steering whatever rack the rack. And you know, I just uh you know, it worked. It's like you gotta have this thing's gotta be perfect. You gotta get you gotta get it aligned afterwards or mm. your tires are gonna wear out wrong. Oh. Anyways, I drove that thing for another thousand miles and sold it. That's somebody else's problem. <laughs> somebody else's problem. <laughs> uh well Dan, it's been a while. Do we have any emails? If you would like to be a contributor to this show, you no monetary exchange need need apply. Just contribute with what you like to do for fun. Maybe you got some project you're working on. You go onto your computer or your okay. phone. All right. And you um, go to after you type in afterworkpod at gmail.com. And, uh,
0: and then you just write us a little yada yada. We'll read it right now. Do we have anything? I'm going to read this. It's not... Yeah, here we go. This is from uh, Marge. Hi, I am digital marketing expert. Do you want first page listing on Google? Are you interested? Then I can send you our packages and price list. Warm regards, Marge. Hey, thanks, Marge. Not interested. (laughs) It's a hard no. But if you'd like to
1: marge if you would respond to this oh, okay. send her a link to this podcast marge <laughs> if you'd like to let us know what you do for fun why don't you just email this show after gmail.com why do you hate tom brady let us know yeah well
0: well thanks for listening everybody have a nice uh, week and we'll see y'all next time after work